The COVID-19 vaccine rollout has many optimistic a return to something resembling normal is approaching. That includes a blooming to normal live music scene that was gutted by the pandemic. In this report, you will learn that most organizers in the Twin Cities say they are shooting for summer and fall performances. Jason Butterfly. That's Edward David Anderson. He was the last performer on the stage at Night Shop before the pandemic changed everything a year ago. In the wind. Owner Chris Goldwitzer finally closed the food side of his downtown Bloomington restaurant and music venue at the end of the year. He said at the time he couldn't meet expenses and obey safety orders. We take the pandemic very seriously. We followed all safety guidelines, um, almost went overboard with them just to protect my team, but especially our customers. I mean, we're nothing without them. Goldwitzer says he's optimistic live music can resume at least on his outdoor stage by early June. It'll randomly snow in April. It won't randomly snow in, you know, June 1st. Federal funding is also a factor. The Save Our Stages Act distributes money to venues, booking agents, dinner theaters, and other performance spaces. Goldwitzer says restaurants with music in the corner won't qualify, but he's confident Night Shop can prove it is a music venue with food in the corner. I spent over 10 hours this last weekend compiling an organized list of every act that has played Night Shop, including how many times. The list, it's it's well over 800 X. Goldwitzer stresses the early June date is just a target. He says circumstances could change that at any time. It will be easier for the Castle Theater in downtown Bloomington to prove eligibility for federal aid. Music is all they do. Promoter Nick Leroy says the Castle is also waiting for Save Our Stages money. He says the bill passed in December under the Trump administration, but... No help has come yet. The National Independent Venue Association, or NIVA, has been working with a small business administration to determine who is eligible for that grant money. They wanted to really make sure there wasn't any fraud with regards to doling out the funds, but it's just been kind of too slow of a process for a lot of people. Leroy adds safety concerns into reopening the castle to live music. We don't want to do the wrong thing. You know, we're in a different culture and different society these days, and we want to make sure that we're doing what's expected out of us and and protecting our, our staff and our patrons. Leroy says the large crowds needed to meet expenses pose a different challenge to holding concerts, and singing has proved to be a great way for an infected person to spread the coronavirus. He says artists and managers are also mindful of safety issues. Leroy says the castle hopes to reopen in early summer, but he says they are working on some outdoor shows at the Corn Crib and Normal where safety rules will be easier to follow. The Normal Theater and Civic Arts Manager for the Town of Normal says the number one driver for a return to live music in Normal is state public health guidelines. Adam Fox works on events including the Lounge About the Roundabout series in the Uptown Circle and the Make Music Normal Festival. Fox says those rules are a moving target. We don't want to wholesale say we're not going to book things because we know right now we can't. We would rather try and be as uh, flexible and scalable as we can be with events. One example is Make Music Normal in Uptown. It used to draw thousands of fans to multiple stages over two days in June. Fox says IDPH guidelines would likely not allow for those large crowds at that time this year. The town now is targeted September 10th, 11th, and 12th at the 
Connie Link Amphitheater. With the hope then that if we're able to increase capacity, if we're able to add more stages, if we're able to uh, bring people into Uptown as well as Connie Link, that we have that potential later to do that. Fox says planning for Loungeabout is a little bit different. The series normally begins in mid-May, but there are no firm plans yet because Uptown Circle is not a traditional venue and guidelines there are murkier. But as we get more clarity and as we learn more things moving through the spring, our hope is that we'll be able to do that in a format that's very familiar and very uh, recognizable to people. The Sugar Creek Arts Festival has moved to October from its traditional early July weekend in Uptown. Sugar Creek is primarily a vendor-based arts event, but it does have a music component on a couple of stages. McLean County Arts Center Director Doug Johnson runs the festival. He says the October date came from working around a possible Make Music Normal event and ISU Homecoming. He says other arts festivals in the region also moved dates. So it seemed like that was the best option for us. Johnson says state and local COVID guidelines were a factor in the decision. So was the large number of artists. The last thing we want to do is put all of our eggs in one basket for an August or even early September date and have to tell these artists that we're going to push it back again when they're already making commitments. The city of Bloomington says it has no signed agreements for music acts at the downtown arena, but has booked acts beginning in September at the BCPA, though each contract has an out clause should health conditions change. The city is cautiously optimistic music can return to the farmer's market in late summer or early fall. The town of Normal will restart its sound to the Connie Link Amphitheater series May 2nd. Most music planners in the Twin Cities say they remain optimistic live music will return this summer or fall but moving parts could change those plans at any time. One venue has already returned to live performances. Six Strings Club in downtown Bloomington has had live music with in-person audiences since early February. It's not clear how big that audience is. They haven't responded to numerous requests for comment.